Welcome to part two of Deja the View, Return from Hiatus. <laughs> we just thought we didn't want to cut out all of our, we thought you deserved to hear our full thoughts on Sarah and Paula, and we decided to make this a two-parter. So for this part, I will be drinking the second half of my bottle of wine. And I will be playing the role of Jed in a wig. <laughs> And we still have Sean, our social media intern. I've already forgotten who Paula Ferris is. <laughs> so there's many more view updates um, since we've been gone. And one of them is that Megan McCain was a guest on Watch What Happens Live again, mm-hmm. alongside Ramona Singer, who I think had no idea who Megan was. She thought she was a journalist or something. I don't know if Ramona knew who Ramona was <laughs> that night, but that's a different story. Yeah, she's found an ally in Megan McCain. Uh-huh. Two strong Republican women, um, Trump With apologizers. With a penchant for shoulder pads in strong blazers. <laughs> They both, it's true, they were both wearing strong blazers. Mm -hmm. Um, And wasn't Megan wearing the red pantsuit last time she was on the show? And this time Ramona is wearing the red pantsuit. Maybe they just have a red pantsuit backstage (laughs) for whoever wants to take a whirl. Whoever pulls the short straw. (laughs) (laughs) So takeaways from that, um, she talked about Uh, She talked about how people say she feuds with joy and she was like, no, I promise you we're drinking buddies. I love her. Um, Oh, yeah. That's another thing that happened when we were on hiatus is that they went out for girls night. Ladies get lit. Yeah. Twice they did. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, And so she that was one thing she talked about. She also talked about Anna Navarro because Andy was asking, do you think Anna will replace Sarah? And like, how do you feel about that? And she was like, no, I don't care. I only care about myself. It's mm-hmm. not important to me to have another Republican on the panel. Like basically didn't answer. Just was like, like, I don't I'm know not if you guys heard, but I just signed on for the new season. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing that happened is she was able to respond to Sherry Shepard, who... <laughs> also was a guest in Watch What Happens Live like a week maybe before her. Mm-hmm. And Andy asked Sherry, what are your thoughts on Megan McCain? And Sherry said... <laughs> um, I, you know, she just... Ha- <laughs> she just has to evolve. She has to get used to sitting there uh, at that table. And I think she has to not take the whole Republican world on her shoulders. shoulders. It's too much right. to take that it's whole a lot world. To take on. Yeah, it's like you are not the Republican voice. I know. And so it makes you stressed, it makes you tense. And so right. I think, you know, being able to just lighten up a little. <laughs> First of all, Sherry, her eyes bulged out. Like that Ripley's Believe It or Not, like the woman (laughs) busting her eyes out of her skull. And then she went, uh, uh, uh," and I thought she was about to go, Gabby, Gabby Sidere, Gabby, Gabby Sidere. Yeah. (laughs) But instead she just went, uh, um, uh, Megan McCain. (laughs) (laughs) Megan? Yeah. She said Megan needs to lighten up and, uh, that she doesn't need to carry the weight of the Republican Party on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. I would have agreed with that in the beginning, but I think Megan actually has lightened up so much because of the drinking with Joy and Sunny. Yeah. Like, but I get what Sherry was saying. Yeah, but I think Megan, obviously, that's like Megan's gonna get offended by that, but she did lighten up. Like, yeah. Sherry shouldn't be saying it now. Like, now the response would be, like, it was rocky, but she, like, settled uh-huh. in. But, like... In Sherry's defense, maybe she, like, hasn't seen The View <laughs> in, like, a yeah. year. But I, she was just a guest on The View. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I think that Sherry's lighten up comment, like, the way that she said it, it was just sort of, like, an, an afterthought. It was just the last thing she said. Right. And I think the point of her criticism was that that um, Megan needs to not feel like she is the voice of the Republican Which, Party. Yeah, Barbara would always say that to Elizabeth. She'd be like, why do you feel like you have to like 
carry the weight of like yeah. why do you feel like you always have to defend Sarah Palin like instead of just like being yourself like yeah yeah so I think that that was Sherry's actual criticism and and to wrap it up and and I think that we know from watching Sherry on the View for years she has trouble wrapping up a thought <laughs> and so she was just like and she needs to lighten up and and Megan like I think uh, sunk her claws into that lighten up comment mm-hmm. um and I, do, I think that was sort of besides the point it was just a poor choice of words i think yeah, yeah megan's um, response was like pretty good i was super bummed out when i saw her saying that she said that i need to lighten up and you know the view as we were talking about before i came on it's it's a tough show that's really political heavy and we're a new show now and it's not the show that she once hosted and right now and not to make this too heavy but in trump's america we shouldn't be telling women to lighten up it's a serious time we can take things seriously I think that what Megan isn't taking away is this idea that she is like the spokesperson for the Republican Party on all topics. And that's what sort of makes conversations, political conversations, difficult at the table, I think, to this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't tell her to change because that's what's like making me enjoy it so much is like that sometimes they just hit a wall and it's like... <laughs> I, like, like when I'm, they were talking about the Christmas time. Yeah. Like I, I am anyways, I wouldn't don't change Megan <laughs> is what I'm saying. But like, yes, you're correct. Um, yeah. So she was like, I don't think women, I don't think you should tell women to lighten up, especially in this political climate. Oh, yeah. She was like in Trump's America, yeah. you shouldn't go around telling she people to, or women to pulled the to literal Trump card. Yeah. I, I know Megan didn't actually say political climate, but we need to retire that phrase. <laughs> Like, that needs to be put to bed. Why do we even say that? Why? Who started saying that? Paula Ferris. <laughs> you need to lighten up. Okay, so in other view news and feuds, Megan had a Twitter thing with someone named Solid Dad O'Brien. Um, Solid Dad? <laughs> Solid Dad. Got it. Who is a journalist. Or a, she's a broadcast journalist. I don't know who it is. Apparently, she's on CNN or used to be. She's like a respected broadcast okay. journalist, mm-hmm. apparently, mm-hmm. in the States. That's why we've never heard of her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she... So uh, there was this hot topic about socialism, and Megan got really, like... And Joy got really, like, worked up and had this heated discussion that we can get into later. But after seeing that, um, Solid Dad tweeted at Megan and said, full on freak out with the video. And Megan saw that and wrote back to Solid Dad on Twitter and said, get a life, Solid Dad. I'm passionate and don't want my grandkids growing up in a socialist nation. And then this Solid Dad person replied, hi, Megan McCain. I have a busy life four kids run a small business anchor some tv shows been an award-winning journalist for a minute not to brag heart emoji watch you are video you were having a full-fledged freakout. it undermined your argument you should work on that and then i think megan wrote like i don't know she wrote i don't have it here but she said something oh she wrote haters gonna hate <laughs> It's also, like, funny because what Solid Dad said is, like, kind of what we've been saying this whole time. Is that, like, when Megan wants to say something, she gets too panicked and, like, can't get the thought out without, like, panicking and freaking out. She have, Yeah, because she has so much to say and yeah. short amount of time. So it just comes off as, like, manic because she's trying yeah. to say as much as she can. Um, but, like, that was the thing that happened. There's a lot of, like, uh, Megan, like, I feel like people on the internet like just discovered Megan yeah, McCain. Yeah, it's like they just found out that Whereas, she's like, on we TV have been every out day. Here <laughs> podcasting Putting about in her. the hour. Yeah. And people just now are like making memes about her and yeah. like being like she gets so red. Yeah, there like, was like a week <laughs> yeah, there was a week long period where I kept seeing different memes of her on Twitter and people talking about her getting like so red in the neck and stuff. Like be like from getting like worked up about talking about this stuff but it literally was like they all just found out like oh she's on tv like for most of the week what (laughs) do you think when megan hit send on that tweet that said haters gonna hate she was like nailed it (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> killed her. <laughs> well, it shut her up. <laughs> but Megan brought it up on the view and was like, why is this like reporter like coming for me? Like this doesn't I mean, make sense. It makes sense that conservatives and Republicans right now would be like confused about a reporter like holding them to any like you know? <laughs> Yeah. Be like what a reporter like talking Appro- badly about me appropriate but it, for the spokesperson of the Republican Party yeah but to write like full-on freak out is like a little <laughs> like what are you doing journalist lady yeah um anyways another view update Rosie O'Donnell has been working hard um to impeach Trump uh-huh. still don't <laughs> worry she's still working on it um She's also watching (laughs) Naked and Afraid of Sharks. Yes, (laughs) which is something that we have in common. We both love the show Naked and Afraid of Sharks. Uh I really enjoyed Shark Week this summer. (laughs) Um, She planned a protest where her and a bunch of Broadway performers put on a show outside of the White House and live streamed it. When? (laughs) To protest Trump yesterday. Who was doing the promotion for it? Like <laughs> like the snowman from Frozen? Because I didn't see anything about it. I just saw it on Twitter. Um, the protesters sang songs from Wicked, Hamilton, the Carol King musical, Phantom <laughs> of the Opera. And um, they just like put on a show. And so they, they were like, holding were up. giving a free concert. Basically. Yes. And they were holding up signs, like those letters with the like lights in them, yeah. like Broadway font. Uh-huh. Like a marquee. Um, yes. That said <laughs> treason. <laughs> and I bet the tourists were like, this band sucks. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think this is like a really smart idea because listening to Rosie sing show tunes is enough to run anybody out of the White House. <laughs> God, <laughs> she just she was amazing in Hairspray Live. <laughs> oh, she really. No was. one can in deny Seussical, it. The musical. No one can deny no. it. Did you see Hairspray Live? Because oh. I. Well, you know what, you... Sean haters gonna hate. Yeah. <laughs> Send. <laughs> yeah, she just tweeted it out. She was like, "Monday night, can't wait. Come sing with us, Broadway folks, 7 p.m." Oh my god! Did you know that she's doing stand up for one night only in like. In like Wichita, New York, or something, and I looked up to be like, "Is it possible to go?" Because I was thinking, if it's like upstate New York, we'll rent a car, we'll make like a girls' trip out of it, and just go. But it's like downstate New York; it's like past New York City. Do you think she's testing out material yes. for a possible <laughs> yeah. tour or Netflix special? I don't think that mm. she has it in her to tour, but I wouldn't put it past her to yeah. like get a special. Oh god, that would be so good! Yeah. And Netflix is probably the only place that would have her. Like, I don't think like Bravo would give her special. Like, no, nowhere would give her. And Netflix is like the hot spot now. Yeah, that's what all the kids are doing. Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> David Letterman, <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres, you know, all the young up and comings. Uh, wow. And in other feuds, uh, as you probably know, Whoopi had a spar with Judge Janine Pirro mm-hmm. from Fox News as she was a guest on the show. Um, promoting her new book Leakers Liars, oh. <laughs> Liars Liberals and Leakers Big Little Leaks Big Little <laughs> <laughs> Twisted Zinger Box <laughs> Yeah so there was like all over the news um, because she came on the show it was very like a chaotic interview and uh it was like chaotic evil like if there's like a one of those diagrams of different view interviews this was like the absolute chaotic evil one yeah um they were there was like talking over each other Whoopi was like fine but um it all came to a head when judge janine accused Whoopi of being 
are having Trump derangement syndrome. You want to talk about Donald Trump? You tell me what metric in this country is worse off. Have jobs, hate crimes are worse and off. Wait a minute, the GDP under Obama was barely one. We're going up to four. So you want to talk about no, hate yeah, crimes? I'll tell you I about fought a metric, for a law I, for hate crimes. I also think it's important, as we said, 89% of the Republican Party still supports True. him. He still has huge popularity in the country. And if Democrats don't get their you-know-what together, he's certainly going well, here's, to get here's my you question know, for you. Here's my question for you, because Trump you talk about... You, you talk about... I am not, Judge. Nobody no, is... I, no, oh, yeah. Did you just point at me? Yeah. Listen, clearly you don't watch the show, so you don't know that I don't suffer from that. What I suffer from is the inability to figure out how to fix this. That's my issue. But one of the things that you talk about a lot, and I'm curious about it, is the deep state. How long has the deep state been there, and who's running it? Well, the, the, I want to answer your question because you get you had an opening statement, which was how horrible it is that Donald Trump no, is talking no, no, about all you, of these no, I'm people. Sorry, you know Peggy, what that's what you said. You said, well, but you know you what's said horrible that when it was who okay. shouldn't be here end it's, up murdering the children of American citizens. You know what's horrible? What's when, horrible when the president of the United States whips up people to beat the hell out of people. Say goodbye. And that is something you should never, ever tell Whoopi what Whoopi is. Yes. Because, like, and I'm, I'm not saying that Whoopi has Trump derangement syndrome, but you should never, any time that you tell Whoopi something about herself, she's going to clap back. Even because no you, one yeah. can tell, like, Whoopi decides what Whoopi is. Like, Even if you were like, you were in Sister Act. Yeah. She'd, be <laughs> she'd like, be like, I don't know, was I? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, actually, I like to call it, like... <laughs> You weren't there. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that fucking made Whoopi pop off. Like, I haven't seen her pop off in Ever. so long. Like, even even with, like, um, <laughs> what's that guy's name? Bill O'Reilly. Oh, yeah. When she walked off, like, she still kept her cool. She just walked off. She was like, I'm not doing this, and walked mm-hmm. off. This time, she actually, like, hollered back at her. Because Whoopi... You could say a lot about Whoopi, but she does not have Trump derangement syndrome. No. And now, if you look up the Wikipedia definition of that, it has Whoopi Goldberg's name. Stop. Yes, because it says, like, an example, uh, Judge Janine once accused Whoopi Goldberg of having it. That's insane. Yeah, and, like, Whoopi doesn't have that. No. Like, first of all, it's not a real thing. yeah, Yeah, number one, it's not real. Number two... Whoopi just like has compassion and like cares about other people and her whole thing was like your president who you love is like locking people up and taking them from their homes and locking up kids and so like she just like has compassion and wants to like she doesn't believe that there's like a black and white with like right or that there's a gray area with like right and wrong unless it was with like the Bill Cosby stuff in the early days. <laughs> We're past that. So that's like in the past. But that's in the past. We've moved on. Um, the thing about Judge Janine, which like I've never even heard of her. I don't know that she's a real judge. Oh, I haven't seen I've any seen evidence. Her. I've seen her. I have seen her. Okay. I've in seen her life. on Fox. Like she's pretty entertaining, but always like psycho. So uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, you could see from her, you know, they did like two segments with her and you could see from the start that she was like coming in looking for a fight. She was like deranged. She was, it was as if she'd never been on a TV show before because she kept making eye contact with the camera. (laughs) Like anytime somebody asked her a question that was like, not even hard, but Sunny kept asking these questions like, like, what do you think about this thing that Trump uh-huh. did? Or what do you think about this policy? And then she would, like, pause, and she has this, like, shit-eating grin, and then she would, like, make eye contact with the camera. Like, and it's just, the she's office? She's used to being a talking <laughs> head. Yeah. And so she just, like, felt fully on the defense, and she just needed somebody to attack. Yeah. And I don't even think that she knew that she was attacking Whoopi um, when she said Trump derangement syndrome, because she said it, she said it to Megan. And Megan was like, you talking to me? And then she was like, no, whoopee. (laughs) Yeah. So that was exciting. But the real story is what Page Six and Judge Janine claims happened backstage. Um, We watched her talk about it on Sean Hannity. 
But before that, it came out in page six that um, apparently backstage, Janine and Whoopi crossed paths after the segment abruptly ended with Whoopi saying, goodbye, I'm done. Um, And Sarah saying, (laughs) okay, thank you. We'll be back after this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I got, apparently she started saying to Whoopi, for, I don't know even why she would like lead with this, but she was like, I fought for victims my whole life. And then Whoopi apparently got in her face and said that they've known each other a long time, but still fuck you get the fuck out of this building and threw her out. And then Janine claimed that Whoopi put her finger in her face and spit on her. As she was lifting her out of the building, <laughs> yeah. she stuck a finger in her face and gave her a wet woolly. But Whoopi um, said on the show, I did not spit on her. <laughs> I did not spit on that woman. <laughs> I suspect Whoopi probably yelled, fuck you, at her so hard that a little spittle probably came out yes. of her mouth and landed on Judge Jeannie Becker's face. I keep wanting to call her that. That's why I needed to remind myself what her name was. Um, Piro also reportedly called the entire panel cocksuckers. Yeah, cocksuckers. Um, when Whoopi was saying, get the fuck out of the building, Pure, it says in page six that she um, sat there stunned and then ripped off her microphone, threw it at one of the crew and said, those cocksuckers. And an insider says it was a jaw dropping moment in front of the audience. Yeah. And uh, do you think that any of the people on that panel have been called a cocksucker before? Not unless they had asked for it. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a bizarre, like... It's weird that that's where you go for an insult. Yeah. Yeah. When Whoopi said that it was a word she couldn't repeat on TV, I was like, oh, she said the C word. Well, she did, but not that one. (laughs) But she was talking like she was talking to a f- it. Yeah. <laughs> I think. And Sean is, is one, so he's allowed to say that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, of- just to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> you might not know this about me. <laughs> Sean and Carly Rae Jepsen are allowed to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Where do you think the truth is in this? Like, do you think Whoopi actually. I think the whole thing is true, but I don't I do think that too. she purposely spit. spit. I think that it was probably just like whatever. Yeah. Maybe she felt a drop of something. And but she should be honored if you got to, yeah. a little Goldberg spittle on you. <laughs> and it's yeah. funny because Whoopi, just on the show, she's like, I don't usually lose my cool. That woman like made me really angry and mm-hmm. I didn't like that. Um, but Janine is like on Fox on Sean Hannity being like telling all of this stuff that really just makes her look bad. It, but she's like telling it as if she's the victim. Yeah. She was treated like a dog. Like judge went on a whole media tour yeah. about the view. Yes. That's why I think that she like set it up for herself t- to go down this way. I mean, I was, she was right here. And then she said, get the F out of this building. And she yelled at me again, get the F out of this building. And I, I felt like I was less than dirt. I, I couldn't believe that I went there to have a conversation. I got thrown off the set, thrown out of the building. And as I walked away, she's yelling at me, get the F out of this building. Sean, it's sad. We deserve better than to be berated because we hey, may judge. support the president. Judge. Yeah. But also, when Kevin was reading the page six thing, the way that, that how, because we're sitting in the dark because it's so hot in here, <laughs> the way that the light was on his face was like we were telling spooky stories. Are you <laughs> afraid like, of the and dark? Then, <laughs> and then, whoopee, <laughs> spit <laughs> on Judge. <laughs> like we're telling it's a sleepover and we're telling campfire ghost (laughs) stories about a ghost judge (laughs) 
so just a few view updates really that's all that's it that's all i've got <laughs> just a few little things that happened it's since our last episode uh-huh. yeah not a lot going on just that stuff just cocksuckers <laughs> um just for old time's sake would you guys like to talk about some hot topics sure why not do they still do those <laughs> Or is it just clip packages do, of people leaving now? They talk about hot topics when there's something Ooh. about <laughs> when there's something about a sex robot in the news to report. They're like, let's throw in some hot topics. Yeah. So what did Joy say? She was like, it's about time we talk about sex or yes, something. And like it that. reminded me of when Fergie said, let's play some basketball after oh, yeah. the anthem. Because she was like, let's have some sex topics. <laughs> yeah. So, um... One of the view's favorite topics, it's been a running theme, uh-huh. is sex robots. So the new generation of sex robots can be programmed to say no if they're not in the mood. Uh, do you guys think sex robots should be able to refuse sex with a human? Well, like, first of all, Joy just, like, could not even take... Th- a second to think about this because she couldn't stop laughing being like what (laughs) (laughs) um sarah brought up that the people who own sex robots probably paid a lot of money for they cost about five thousand dollars yeah so i guess if you're buying it with the intention of buying something that's like a fake girlfriend like and you want it to simulate simulate a real person then i guess it makes sense if you bought it to own a sex robot (laughs) then no i don't think it makes sense for it to be programmed like that no it sounds crazy like I'm almost like I shouldn't say anything because it's like it's like if you say that they that they if you say no, then they'll come and kill you. (laughs) (laughs) If you say that they shouldn't be allowed to refuse, is that like saying that rape in marriage isn't real? But it's (laughs) not. But they're robots. Yeah, they're they're robots. They're They're robots. Apparently what happens if the robot's not feeling it, Uh it goes into something called dummy mode where it just like shuts down because you weren't like and they also thought that that was funny and sarah was like of course it's called dummy mode because like only a man or of course a man made it because only a man would think that you're a dummy if you're not in the mood <laughs> they all had lots of jokes about this they had like lined up so many jokes yes. i think they were even on their cards the yeah. crazy thing to me about that segment was that the sex robot that they kept showing, which I guess is like the prototype of the one that says no, yeah, looked exactly like Terry Hatcher oh in Desperate Housewives as oh Susan Meyer. Yeah, it looked just like her. Um, Sunny, her her position on this was just that's weird. Why would anyone even own a sex robot? She kept just being like, that's weird. That's freaking weird. That's weird. Right guys. Like that's weird. (laughs) And then Megan who hadn't spoken the whole time was finally like, don't kink shame. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Like you shouldn't, I don't want to kink shame. If someone, but I would rather someone is having sex with a robot that doesn't say no to them than for someone to be causing ruckus what if your partner had a sex like would you if your partner brought home a sex robot one day and mm-hmm. was like i'm gonna have sex, with a sex robot well, from first the bar. of all i'd be like <laughs> i'd be like we don't have room because <laughs> this is a studio apartment <laughs> so where is the sex robot gonna sleep <laughs> especially a sex robot that has needs and wants <laughs> outside of sex also megan kept saying that in our lifetime this is gonna be really normal oh yeah yeah there do you like, think that's true well, uh, megan's going down a real slippery slope here because she believes that <laughs> people are going to be marrying sex yeah, robots by 2050. 2050 and i know that megan was a big supporter of same-sex marriage mm-hmm. but she this is getting ridiculous <laughs> She has a glad, the first ever ally yeah. award. She's going to be the first person on She's daytime TV ally. to be like, one of my best friends is a is sex, a sex robot. robot. And it's her right to say no. <laughs> I have complicated feelings about it. I don't know how to answer because 
I also don't want to be like, they shouldn't be allowed to say no because they're not a human. They're a robot. But, but I stand by what I said. If someone bought it to have an AI like girlfriend or boyfriend, then it kind of makes sense that it would say no sometimes and have like and be moody and whatever. But if you're only buying it to be a brainless, like thoughtless sex robot, then it that's what it is. It should do. That's my Twitter sex. bio. <laughs> <laughs> brainless, thoughtless sex robot. <laughs> Um, okay, another topic. Um, this was kind of everywhere on the internet and it made its way onto the view, which is that story or it was like a viral tweet um of this girl who well, okay, a bit it, I'll say what will be said. A busy student asked JetBlue to refund the cost of her airfare to a wedding because the bride to be asked her to relinquish her duties as a bridesmaid. Um and it, the tweet that went viral mm-hmm. was SOS at JetBlue booked my XC flights for a wedding, then was asked to relinquish my duties as a bridesmaid and mail my bridesmaid outfit so that another girl could fill in and wear it. Happy B-Day to me. I am laughing and crying and must <laughs> avoid this wedding at all costs. Please help. And then JetBlue actually refunded right. her ticket. And the question is, are you on the side of the bride or are you on the side of the bridesmaid who was dumped? Because the bride side was that. Because they published the supposed email that the bride had written to the girl. And apparently it was like very, like, it was like as polite as you can be when you're trying to say like, don't be my bridesmaid. And she basically was like, I wanted you to be able to do all of the parties with us and like do the bachelorette weekend and like help me plan. And since you can't do that because you you live far away, I'm going to get someone else to yeah. do it. The email, it says, hey, I'm so glad to hear Hi, you. Ashley. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear you booked flights. I'm sorry classes are taking such a long time to sort out. I know how hard you're working to be here for the wedding and it means so much to us. I have a massive favor to ask you, though. (laughs) And this is one of the hardest things I've ever had to ask anyone. But I need to ask you to relinquish your duties as bridesmaid. I am going to quote RuPaul on this one and say, I think the call is coming from inside the house. Because I think that this whole thing was JetBlue being like, we made up this whole scenario to get people to talk about JetBlue. Oh my God. And one of that only occurred to me because they were playing like Twitter comments on the view when they were talking about it on the panel. And one of them was like publicity stunt, duh. And I was like, Oh my God, that's obviously what it has to be. Right. Because why else would anyone care? Yeah. And also, do you know how hard it is to get anything out of an airline? You can't even get a exactly, meal on your exactly. flight. You They're not going like, to refund an entire Yeah, trip. you could be like, an employee took every item out of my suitcase, diarrheaed all over it, <laughs> and sent me the video of them doing it. Like, will you please pay for my dry cleaning? And the company would, like, block you on Twitter. I'm so sorry that happened to you. <laughs> so, like, I think it's so clearly a thing that they made up to be like, look how nice JetBlue is. I never really thought about it like that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get that far in my thought process because I was too busy deciding which one I hated more. (laughs) I think that the better revenge would have been um, not to have, I guess she wasn't looking for revenge. She was just looking for a refund, but it would have been better if JetBlue canceled the Brides flights. Holy shit. Imagine. Uh It's like, yeah. Wow. I think like if I had to choose a side, I, I'm anti what the bride did. Um, because why do you think your wedding is so important that you need to have another girl fill that spot that you need to get? It's not the the view table. Like it's not the hosting. Yeah. Like you could just have one less bridesmaid. Like you don't, the, the fact that you're asking her to mail yeah. the bridesmaid yeah. That's jumpsuit. why to me, it sounds completely made up. And it sounds like people who wrote the but tweet don't know anything about... people are crazy about weddings. Like, people... 
yeah people no i know but i think that the person who made up this story doesn't really know that much about weddings because exactly that you wouldn't use the same dress like it just it doesn't add up something was said <laughs> and to me it doesn't it okay. doesn't add up something in the milk ain't clean <laughs> They okay, but for hypothetical purposes, if she who's had said, in the wrong "Well, here? obviously no. the bride is in the wrong," yeah. Because she's but if being she had idiot. said, "I need you to relinquish the sex robot," I gifted <laughs> five sex robots to my bridesmaids. Yeah. You're no longer one of them. I need you to send it back because it costs five thousand dollars. Then yeah. I'd be like, "True." I yeah. <laughs> That's it. Okay, I you you've made. There, she has some points. She has points. <laughs> okay, so here's another topic. And it's been so long since we talked about sex. I thought, let's t- <laughs> let's talk about it. Because we ha- definitely didn't just talk about it. Um, I'm not making this up. This was really a hot topic. Um, a survey in psychology today wanted to find out why people fantasize about sex. Why do you think? <laughs> and when they when this was a topic, it was when that uh, lawyer Michael Avenatti, Avenatti, Illuminati. yeah, the guy, the lawyer that they became obsessed with when he was on with Stormy Daniels. He is, yeah, he's been on the View almost as many times as Paula Ferris now. Literally, yeah, yeah. So he was on as one of the co-hosts when they were talking about this and i think that they literally only did it so that they could get him to talk about sex because they're all so horny for him joy yes. is so horny for yeah i always have been really like weirded out by his presence but like when he was like wait what did he say i'm gonna he put said, the audio in because it was he said so yeah he was like he said that all every- my sex fantasies involve putting handcuffs on somebody but but uh, I don't know what that. But means. all of all of my sexual fantasies involve handcuffs. Oh. So but wait wait wait. Are you are you the one putting on the handcuffs or are you or, or do, are you handcuffed? No. To be clear, I'm always putting on the handcuffs. Oh. I think I would like to put the handcuffs on Donald Trump. And I got a tingle. <laughs> well, Michael Avenatti is so hot. I like, got a tingle in the back of my throat of like throwing up. Oh, you might have strep throat. <laughs> Her thrusty is strep. I had never found him attractive. I thought it was really annoying how I was like, okay, Joy thinks he's hot. But then when he said that, I was like, he's so fucked had, up. Oh my God. That's I had hot. so many reasons to be mad at him in that episode because he was there and Sarah wasn't. And then he was talking about putting handcuffs, handcuffs. on people. I was like, uh, and when he said that, Megan in the corner of the screen made like a repulsed face and looked away. And I was like, that's me. I can't even believe this was a hot topic because it reminds me of this one time. Like this one time, it was just like a random hot topic. And I don't know what they were talking about, but Whoopi introduced it. And I never forgot it. She introduced it like a survey just figured out something I've known my whole life. (laughs) I was like, this is exactly that kind of survey. And they never like I mean maybe they got to it in the in the real episode but in the clip that we just saw no not really they didn't really get they it. never really got to it they never really got to it they were just like so a survey blah 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 and then they were like what what's your fantasy Michael well I found the survey uh-huh. and let me read it to you it says why do we have sexual fantasies. For many readers, the first thought that comes to mind is to enhance sexual arousal or to experience pleasure. As it turns out, however, there are many varied reasons why someone might fantasize about sex. So, and it gives you like the top 10 reasons. Um, what do you guys think the number one reason why you would fantasize about sex is? Do you mean reason like the reason that people purposely do it or like the reason why our brain does it? both it's like all it doesn't matter so why do you think someone would fantasize about sex i think because we're animals that are like hardwired yeah to like... because they saw a picture of michael buble <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? and they and they got horny. <laughs> <laughs> the number one reason it's so dumb is to experience arousal 
<laughs> That's why I am so confused like, by this whole thing. We needed a survey like, to Like, what? Tell us. Yeah. I feel like it's like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Yes. Your boner yeah. or, yeah. like, or the Michael Avenatti. Get having a boner. Yeah, I don't... Um, the number two reason is because you're curious about different sexual experiences and sensations. That seems like the same reason as number one. Yeah. Like these are answers that people provide. It sounds like when you're writing an essay and you're <laughs> you're trying to <laughs> add words <laughs> to like high like, like, like raise the word count. I need yeah. six arguments. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what do people like to think about when they think about thinking about getting turned on by <laughs> contemplating sex like yeah what? like those like those are the number one responses that people gave and also the third one is to meet unfulfilled sexual needs but like the, that's like you're right like chicken or the egg i don't understand yeah. the survey but as it goes on with like the later answers they make a bit more sense it's just a weird survey and like mm-hmm. it's not science like is this a scientific because like you don't really is need it on like cosmo girl or it's is on it psychology today <laughs> um like some of them are to because i was bored uh like to reduce anxiety to fall asleep check check, check. <laughs> <laughs> um it's just weird yeah i uh, hope nobody got paid for this i'm glad that sarah didn't have to sit through this I told you that that last episode would not be my last time mentioning Sarah. (laughs) Well, Sarah, wasn't she there? Yeah, she was there. She made some good jokes. Like, she made jokes. No, she wasn't there. That was was the sex robot. Oh, This was when Anna Navarro was there. The only thing that turns me on is carbs. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, no one laughed. And I was just like, yeah, like. (laughs) Send tweet. Send tweet. (laughs) I'm going to tweet that from the Deja of the View account right now. <laughs> and if that doesn't get Sarah to check her DMs, I don't know what will. Um, so. <laughs> um, one final hot topic is about the war on Christmas. Um, because Trump had a rally in Florida for some reason where he started talking about the war on Christmas again. Mm-hmm. Because he's already starting to re-campaign like, for like the upcoming election. Yeah, so he has to go back to all of the spots he hit the first time and like say the same shit to be like, I'm still thinking about this. Yeah, and I don't know if it's normal to have rallies no, when you're the it's president. Not. It's not. It's like when Cher did a farewell tour. Three times. And then, <laughs> and then she did Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Cher and now well she's going to do another tour. farewell tour. Cher well tour. Only... Mamma Mia songs Fernando. because she's putting oh, yeah. out yeah she's putting out a, an album of ABBA songs. So he at his rally he said, "Remember the attack on Merry Christmas? Well, they're not attacking it anymore. Everyone is happy to say Merry Christmas, and that's because only because of our campaign." And then Sunny said, "Why are we talk about Merry Christmas?" <laughs> she goes, "Why are we talking about Christmas? It's July." And she said it she almost said it like in it wasn't her cute little accent. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, "Why are we talk about Merry Christmas? Like it's July. <laughs> it's July. Why are we talking about Merry Christmas?" <laughs> I, I guess he. I don't get it. Yeah, she said it as if it almost wasn't for the show. It was like as if she was asking the producers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> I mean, I know that you guys don't think that there's an attack on Christmas, but or I know that you guys probably have no issue with saying happy holidays and you understand how it's inclusive. Yeah. And you also probably agree that like you can say whatever you want. And no one gives a fuck. Don't put words in my mouth. OK, well, <laughs> but like, do you what is OK? What's fucked about <laughs> what cry. happened on the panel is that they started it out with Megan being like, the war on Christmas doesn't exist. It's a siren. It's like a right. It's which a was fake kind of my thing. question. Yeah. Is like, do you think they're the war on Christmas is real or like no. what do you think and, of it? And it's like crazy the way that it all went down because she was like, it doesn't exist. It's like a it's a siren song, aka like a fake song to like that's like calling in all of the the um, like 
the rightest of the right wing people to be like we're being attacked exactly we are minorities yeah so she started out by being like it doesn't exist i have always said merry christmas and no one ever gets offended like it's not going anywhere it's a non-issue but then when they started talking about it and Whoopi said i say happy holidays because it's more inclusive because you don't know what someone is so like personally i think it's more inclusive Megan like took that as a personal attack on her being like, what? You don't think I'm inclusive? And like in that segment, she decided there was a war on Christmas. I Merry Christmas say, and I happy still, Hanukkah. I say yeah. Merry Christmas. I will say Happy Hanukkah if someone is in front of me and would like me to as well. But I do say Merry Christmas. And this is where um, I think we're even showcasing this right here. Mm-hmm. The idea that it's somehow I'm being insensitive or intolerant by saying Merry Christmas to someone is is where this comes from and why he's brilliant to do it. Because even right now, don't look at me like that, Joy. I'm trying to explain what's happening. I'm not, I'm not uh, but I, face. but I will say face. that I, under, <laughs> I understand it. Because even here right now, even just a mention of saying like it's more inclusive to say Happy Holidays. I don't think I'm not inclusive. I think I'm a Christian. I celebrate Christmas and I would like to wish Merry Christmas to everyone. And no one's ever been offended, at least to my face. And not only is it a war on Christmas, but it's a culture war. Yes. Because she wanted the other co-hosts to admit that there is, in fact, a culture war. Okay, so I think the war on Christmas is a real thing that's going on in our culture because we're having a debate about it on this table. So he's brilliant to do it right now. He's brilliant, but it's a BS debate. Uh, It may be a BS debate, which is valid, but it's not a BS culture war issue. And, that, and like that's what we're I talking think, about think, here. We're almost done with this season, and when I first came here, no one on this show really even understood what the culture war is, and now we're we talking culture Meg, war We issues. understood what the culture war, we just didn't believe exist. it. We just didn't well, believe in it. Do you believe in it now? No. Yeah, it was like, she got so offended by Whoopi saying that what Whoopi does is more inclusive than what Megan does, that Megan decided there was, in fact, a war. But it's just... I don't, I have, it's so hard to understand how anyone could care about this because like you, first of all, we know how Kevin feels about Christmas. Yeah. Like I think Christmas, (laughs) I, I hate Christmas. I don't think people should celebrate Christmas unless they're going to church and like they, that's how you celebrate Christmas. Do whatever you want religiously. But yeah, I think unless you're going to church or you're in love, actually, I don't care (laughs) what you're Or if you're giving me a really good present. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I just don't understand how anyone could care about like like Megan's right and Whoopi's right like it is more inclusive to say happy holidays if you yeah. don't know how someone celebrates or whatever like you don't know them at yeah. all but also just fucking say happy holidays it's an umbrella term mm-hmm. but also to that end it's like if someone says merry christmas you shouldn't care about the holidays that much that you get mad that yeah. someone said merry christmas to you instead of whatever it is that you celebrate yeah like and you, you shouldn't care that people aren't saying merry christmas because who fucking cares it's really? so obnoxious yeah. that anybody would be i mean the only people who are getting offended here are are like the right-wing christians yeah who don't get Merry Christmas. And the fact that they are upset but, when somebody says happy holidays yeah. is so fucked. Yes, because, because their thing is still being covered. The We're inten- still covering and the it. intention of it is to wish you a happy holiday. Yes. Like <laughs> there is no ill intent yeah. involved in wishing somebody a happy holiday. And I say happy holidays um, unless I'm speaking to like my family or somebody that like I know is like and really it's invested literally in Christmas, Christmas morning. And I'm yeah. like, Merry Christmas. I say happy holidays because I think that Christmas is kind of bullshit and like yeah. I don't believe in anything uh-huh. and so I'm just happy to have actual literal holidays yeah, like days off holiday. and like happy yeah. holidays like this is fun we get yeah. like a week off and also because when I'm saying it I'm paying tribute to the movie starring <laughs> <laughs> starring the mom from parent Cameron Diaz <laughs> no Cameron Diaz <laughs> The holiday. It's oh. called the holiday, <laughs> not the Christmas. Oh, starring <laughs> Jack Black, Pegasus? an all-star cast Academy of... Award winner Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet, Plus Jack Black, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. <laughs> I just assumed you were talking about Love Actually again. No. <laughs> um, you're like literally. But it is happy called. Holiday. Yeah, it's called Happy, happy holiday. The holiday. It's not called the Christmas. It's not called Christmas Actually. Actually, it's called Love Actually. Happy Love. <laughs> okay, so I 
really just wanted to do this topic so that I could go into the, what the Facebook commenters had to say because I figured it'd be decent. Please. Um, so yeah, I'm going to read you a bunch of Facebook comments mm-hmm. of what the people had to say. Cindy, I worked in retail and I always said happy holidays because being a Christian, I wish everyone well. This lady got mad at me and yelled happy Hanukkah at me. I said, thank you. Boy, was she mad. Oh my God. <laughs> Made my day. Uh, Cruz. I just don't say anything. I just enjoy Christmas, period. Don't like drama. Same. Same. Yeah. That's what I do. I don't Christmas say anything. when your parents are David and Victoria Beckham. <laughs> um, Carlene. WTF is Megan to tell anyone what they can say about Christmas? Does Biatch not realize <laughs> there are so many who do not believe in God, period? I like how she started that out by saying, WTF, because in the sentence, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. (laughs) Can you read it? But without abbreviating WTF. What the fuck is Megan to tell anyone (laughs) what they can say about Christmas? Does this biatch not realize there are many who do not believe in God, period? Lorraine. No worries. Most slash many people, and especially children, don't know what the meaning of Christ mess is. Santa emoji. <laughs> oh my God. It's very ironic that she said Christ mess and then used Santa emoji. <laughs> Jill, amen to that. Happy birthday, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> to that, I say, what are we talking about Christmas for? It's July. Uh... Michelle Sabata, I hate to agree with Megan, but I've had to several times lately. There is a culture war on Christmas. Come to Middle America. It's very real. Phyllis, you must live in a really weird place. Lillian, horseshit. Michelle, again. um, Celeste Jean Roy, my proof is that I live in an area where this is discussed complained about and it is a real thing keep on thinking it's not enjoy trump for an extra four years listen to what megan is saying about the people who feel ignored and the reason trump was elected it's just i hate when they try to taunt people yes and it's insane that people having like having a taste of equality to them feels like they are like it's a war on them yeah um Two more, surely. Megan drives me crazy. She has to control every subject. Why does ABC continue to let her do that? Even Whoopi gets pissed, but control, period. Now that's class, and she is the view. Megan is a problem. You don't you didn't allow Roseanne to say her feelings off work. Wrong choice, and Roseanne should be pardoned. Give me a break, spelt like a car break. I can't, it's like, I can't tell whose side she's on. Cause she was like, I hate Megan, but also give side. Roseanne. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually Roseanne like sending that. And lastly, comedian here, Jessica. <laughs> I remember that war. I lost my left oh. eye in the great tinsel battle. <laughs> Till this day, I wake up in a cold sweat hearing the screams of happy holidays. I think we found our replacement for yeah. Sarah. The search is over. <laughs> Yeah, so thank you, Facebook commenters, for uh, all your contributions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so if you're still listening, congratulations. You made it to the part of the episode where we reenact. Where we see who's good at reading. <laughs> we see. Who can read good. <laughs> And because it's been a big two months, I didn't um, have I didn't decided not to dig too deep into the view history and instead to um, talk about something recent that happened, Mm -hmm. which is this discussion about socialism. Um, And it kicked off. I don't know. There's been like a lot of talk about socialism on the view lately. And a lot of it is because of this Democratic candidate. Her name is. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, which I probably mm-hmm. butchered, but I don't, I didn't really know who she I was. I love her, and I cannot wait for Michelle Rodriguez to play her in a movie <laughs> in, like, two years. Well, I didn't know who she was until very recently, um, but um, 
like one of the topics was about how Obama endorsed 81 candidates for the midterm election and he didn't include Alexandria. Um, so Sonny was like bringing up the question of why he left her out and Megan was saying it could be because he doesn't want to endorse such a socialist wing of the Democratic Party, mm-hmm. um, which like led into this discussion about um, socialism. It happened like a couple times. Um, so they're breaking down her campaign platform yeah. and like what's good about it, why he, why he all, maybe did When you read it, it's all like very... To me, it was like common sense things that you're like, good, great, great, love it. Like, like Medicare. Where's the problem? Yeah. Um, and Megan was like, I, I, my dad's sick. I have compassion, but I still don't get how it would, I don't think it would work. Hmm. I don't get how people would pay for it. And their Sunny or Joy was being like, it works in Canada. Yeah. And she tried to be like, well, actually, we have this thing where, and it's called Snowbirds, where people from Canada come right. for better health care in the States. I hate this, like, urban, like, legend myth of people being like, well, my aunt's, like, great-grandmother's daughter's niece had this, like, rare condition that they just couldn't get her help in Canada. She had to come to the States. It's like, once in a while, yeah. That happens. And if you are a super rich person in Canada, of course you're going to be like, I'm going to find the best doctors to do it. But But, the very definition of a snowbird is not what Megan thinks it is. A a snowbird is just an old person that retires in like Florida because they don't want to do the Canadian winters anymore because they're old and retired and they just want to live in a warm place. And because they're old and rich, they have a lot of medical problems. And so they're probably also seeing a doctor while they're in Arizona. But the definition has nothing do with no. healthcare. And like Megan is from a very rich family. They probably only know very rich people in exactly. Arizona. And so anybody they know coming from Canada is completely loaded. So yeah. sure, why not go see a doctor while you're there if you need to? Um, and yeah, there are cases where you might need to go, see, where you might need to seek out a specialist or something like mm-hmm. that. And it might be faster, but only if you're like a multimillionaire. Yeah. Yeah. And like Megan, I know we're good friends now, but that you were just wrong. You're wrong. That. Yeah, because yeah. like people are treated, and I hate that like people in the states get fed these fake stories that like we aren't treating people in Canada for like ca- like cancer and things like that. Well, because it, it totally feeds into that like the f- the fake crisis of like the war on Christmas, and, and if we don't like if we don't um, keep doing what we're doing we'll end up like this where we can't treat our sick people but like that's not true if i could get like personal for a moment Mm -hmm. i have strep throat (laughs) i think it's called strep thrussy and when my thrussy was really sore Uh and i was like i have to see a doctor i'm going to a walk-in clinic so that i can go and get a prescription for antibiotics that i need i can't imagine having to think like how much Can is I this going to, to cost this? me? Yeah. Well, that's kind of like, yeah, also not to get like too dark and personal, but like my mom, as I said, was in the hospital, still is for the last like month. And I've spent a lot of time in Canadian hospitals in my mm-hmm. life. And the things that suck about having this healthcare for all is like, sometimes there's not enough nurses, like they're, they're understaffed yeah. or sometimes you have to wait way too long to get your surgery. But imagine if I had to pay for yeah. all of the stuff that my mom's going through. If I had to pay for that, she would be dead. Yeah, because, like, like, even a night at a hospital, like, an, an overnight stay at a hospital in the States could run you up, like, $10,000. Yeah. So to it's like, yeah, there could be longer waits, or, yeah, there are, like, um, maybe, like, the beds won't be, like, a five-star hotel bed at the hospital it's like the nurses were but, rushed yeah but you also didn't have to like take out a hundred thousand dollar loan because someone broke an arm yeah and that's when i think so, about that. yeah so and that so there that's were, just my tea so. <laughs> <laughs> oh so yeah there was a lot of like these type of discussions going on in the view lately and it's a big due to this candidate and to like the Megan and the Sunny and Joy wanting to talk about like whether 
Democrats should run on a socialist type of campaign or not. Her TV movie is going to be so... The cast will be incredible because it'll be Erica Jane playing Meghan McCain, Michelle Rodriguez playing the the elected official, Sonny Austin playing Rosario Rosario Dawson playing Sonny Austin. The movie is just about her appearance on The View. Um, So the most explosive discussion occurred about socialism, and it was mostly between Joy and Megan. And (laughs) it happened because of this candidate, and we're going to reenact it for you guys. I don't think I need to. I think you know how it's going to go, so I don't really need to, like, explain it. I will be playing Barbara. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) So for today's scene study on socialism, I will be playing the part of Sunny, Whoopi, and Sarah Haynes. Real life angel. I just became speechless and also really emotional. (laughs) Just even saying her name and thinking about how like. This This might be the only time that she's in the View Theater. Yeah. So, um, Sean, you'll be playing. I'm going to play. Dear friend iconic friend of the show friend of the show megan mccann <laughs> and i will be playing joy bahar <laughs> all right congratulations so long this is like sides for if i was trying out for a part on handmaid's tale <laughs> I said this was going to be a big episode. Oh my God. I said this was going to be a big episode. We should have done this before I opened up the King Crawford. (laughs) Before I took my glasses off. Now you're all (laughs) cross-eyed. Guys. We're sitting in the dark also. We're sitting in the dark. I've gone cross-eyed. Motherfucker. Also, that that reminded me... Um, when I went to New Brunswick, I also attended my sister's wedding and I tweeted from the wedding that my aunt danced so hard to timber that she went cross-eyed. That was not a spicy edit. That was 100% true. She came off the dance floor, looked at me cross-eyed and gave like one of those like gave that like international symbol for being like oh like i i danced too hard like hands what? in the air <laughs> hands in the air just being like ah but her eyes were cross-eyed <laughs> so socialism <laughs> okay action we had her on the show and i asked her this question what do you mean by being a democratic socialist? And she went over her platform. She said, Medicare for all. Good. Fully funded public schools and universities. Love it. Paid family and sick leave. Good. Justice reform. Immigration justice. Yep. Infrastructural overhaul. Clean campaign finance. An economy of peace. Housing as a human right. I don't know what's wrong with that. Sounds like a successful country. Can I please push back on that? This makes my head explode, which, by the way, I hope that Democrats do run a democratic socialist. You hope that we win? Do you hope the Democrats beat Trump? No, because I think you'll lose spectacularly, and I will look forward to election night when I finally get to tell everybody, I told you so, you ended up running a radical. The problem with socialism, in the words of Margaret Thatcher, at a certain point, you run out of spending other people's money. Venezuela, one of the richest countries in the world in the 70s now, the average Venezuelan has lost 24 pounds because they're starving to death. 90% of the country. I think there's more to why a Scandinavian country. I think she's talking more about Scandinavian than Venezuela. But I'm sorry. I need to. This is what I need from her. Name one country that socialism has ever worked. And also Sweden. Every democratic Copenhagen. socialist going on TV saying Norway. that it's good needs to start paying 90% Finland. in taxes on your tax Iceland. form. No. On your tax form. On your tax form, I think you should start paying the amount of taxes that every socialist in this country thinks you need to because if you think the government is so good at spending money, look at the... Hold 
on a second. It is dangerous. I just told you seven countries. I'm sorry. These are countries with a population. Hold on a of, minute. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> God bless you all. I hate that bell. I know you hate the bell. Then everybody stop talking over each other, and I won't hit the bell. Countries with a population of 300,000. Don't make her turn this car around. Can I finish my point? I'm sorry. If you think it's good, then you need to be paying the amount of taxes that... Is there a period coming? Or a semicolon? It's petrifying to me that this is being normalized. A comma. Okay, so you're saying you run out of people's money, other people's money. Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher, okay. I didn't say that. She said that. We have just given this enormous tax break to the very, very wealthy in this country. That tax break doesn't have to be so generous to those really rich people, does it? Because if you don't have that money, don't give that money to them, what happens to that money? Better schools. Better post office. I'm sorry. Better garbage pickup. If you think the government... Better police department. At running things. Better fire department. Then the post office is a great run business. The VA. I'm sorry. Comparing the United States of America to a small country in Europe is delusional. Can I finish my point? And I'm sorry. Some of us do not want socialism to be normalized. I am an example. Wait, can I finish one thing? 70% of taxes. be right back. (laughs) Wow. Nailed it. Oh, my God. The mic sound like they're underwater. There is sweat <laughs> dripping from every part of my torso. Did you guys rehearse that? And secretly? That is why it fell underwater. It was my sweat. Oh my God. Wow. The, the, <laughs> the feedback is <laughs> SAG nominations. Emmy nominations, so. Canadian Screen Award nominations, Juno Award, Actra nominations, <laughs> East Coast Music Award nomination. So, so that award. <laughs> so that I governor Radio MMBA <laughs> Polaris Prize nomination. Purple Heart. <laughs> the power that that has. So that is the scene that was described by Soledad O'Brien as full-on freakout. In retrospect, she was right. <laughs> <laughs> Having put myself, I feel like Heath Ledger when he became the Joker. <laughs> I feel like I became Megan McCain. And it drove me to the brink. <laughs> I became Joy Behar because I got... Um, <laughs> what is that called when old people can't control their temperature? <laughs> a hot flash. <laughs> I got a hot flash like you wouldn't believe. I think that's because when it's you <laughs> turn the 98 on, degrees in here. You'll be like, oh, I didn't know you were wearing navy. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> so um, I'm going to wrap it up there. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you to Paula Ferris. Thank you to Sarah Haynes. Thank you to our... Yeah, thank you for your service, you. Sarah Haynes. Thank you to friends of the show, Megan McCain, Sunny Hostin. Um, and thank you for listening. And I would love it if you would please rate and review us on iTunes. That would be really... Specifically Megan, if you're listening. Specifically Megan McCain. Um, and make sure you're following us on Twitter, at Deja the View Pod. And I, I think our social media intern would just really mm-hmm. appreciate it. We follow back. <laughs> Do we ever? Um, so on that note, have a great day, everyone. And please take a little time to enjoy solid dad, Brian. (laughs) Good night, New York.